Blog Talk Radio. Anyway, let's talk some football. 
a lot going on in the NFL, even though there's only we're down to two games on Sunday. But, man, what a weekend of football. I was one for three in my picks, um, but there's reasons for that. So we're going to talk a little bit about what happened, a little bit about what we think is going to happen. We're also going to talk about Deshaun Watson. And could a certain guy on the Madden voice end up happy in a certain amount of time if his team ends up with Deshaun Watson? Hmm. But as you know, I do not do this by myself. I have a great cast of characters, so let me introduce them because they are now live. We have Dr. Train, we have K-Star, and we have JB, my brother. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Good to be on. A lot to go over, a lot to talk about. What's going on, fellas? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's two. That's the third. Okay, thank you, Siri. Um, didn't really want you to talk. Uh, train, you there? That's train. Oh you yeah, muted? I thought I spoke. What's up? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. No, no, I know you got manners. Best speak. <laughs> What's going on, guys? So, um, so I, you know, I've been wanting to ask this question since I heard this rumor that Chicago might be in the play for Deshaun Watson. Train, um, have you heard any? Have you heard that, manager? I, I mean, I don't know how serious it is. Um, <laughs> it's going to cost you your whole damn draft capital to fix a mistake you made four years ago, but whatever. <laughs> I'll drink the water, man. You're going to make me choke. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not at all excited. As a matter of fact, a trade for Deshaun Watson would probably be the only thing that make me watch Chicago next season. I'm not getting really? NFL Sunday okay. ticket. Not not for not not for this bullshit. That press conference they had at the end of the year was horrendous. It was the worst. It was horrible. Really? Oh my gosh. I've never seen the reason why we are not competitive is not successful. It's not all Mitch's fault. And to send that dude off as if Everything is his fault. That's fucked up. So I'm, I'm not supporting that bullshit. We, I want to see pace and that fire. Train. What, what exactly was um, said? Like I, I must have missed this. So I, since I was at work, I couldn't see the like the press conference verbatim. So I read as much stuff as I could. Um, listen to a particular. It's a Bears podcast that I always listen to, and these guys watch everything that Chicago does. But the gist of it was, you know, pretty much it all – it was all just all pinned on on Mitch. You know, I hope he does. hope he does well. And the way they praised Nick Foles, oh, uh, well, you know, our line got better the rest, of the, the rest of the season, and, you know, it's unfortunate he got injured, and, oh, we didn't have a – uh, you know, a normal preseason uh, for him. to I'm like, wow. So no one, so y'all didn't watch the same games I watch. Y'all, y'all didn't watch this dude flail. Like, even when he had protection, still just flail. Nick Foles played well one game, but they 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 pretty much put the, and they pretty much put the blame on Mitch. And to see Chuck gonna retire after two years, that's just fishy to me. It's just real fishy. Especially when you see the defense struggle towards the end of the season, and then now Chuck Gano's retiring. 
when the guy who was brought in to fix the offense never fixed the offense ever for three straight years ever mm-hmm. we've never been in the top ranking of anything offensively but they're they're staying then and, and the, the the really what what turned me off from wanting to really support them next season and guys i'm not bullshitting i hope y'all understand this uh canceling my sunday ticket and what I what I what I catch on the national broadcast I catch. But the ownership just flat out praised Pace and Nagy. Like they work well together and uh they, you know, collaboration was their key word, you know, as if they're gonna fix everything, but you didn't want to discuss their contracts. I was like, We we're mm-hmm. we're literally in football purgatory. You you fucked up and you draft the wrong quarterback and uh, I never I don't think I ever talked about the whole backstory in regards to how that went down, why we ended up with Mitch. And and, and let's not do that today. We we've got a whole okay. off season to get into a and lot I, of this. And but. I won't I'll just say Pace went rogue in that whole scenario. And that's one of the main reasons why I don't why I don't I'm like this GM this GM is saving his own ass. And and now they're gonna give him another draft to fuck up to save his own ass. I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not with it. Okay. Well, we again uh, feel your pain, and the Cowboys always has room on their bandwagon. Um, we can get all <laughs> in. I really was focusing more on Deshaun Watson and the rumors that Chicago may try to make a power move to get him. Um, we can get into Bears after the Super Bowl. We can get into off season stuff and, and see what's going on. And uh, did I say the Cowboys got room on the bandwagon? We do. You can join anytime you want. Um, Shit. Sign so, Dak. I might, I, might be, I might be over there. Oh, we're going to sign Dak. <laughs> that's that's happening. You, you, you can. You can look at um, while you're talking, one surprise from these past, this, the, 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 the four games this past weekend, your number one surprise, if there was one. Train you first. <sighs> I thought the Saints would get it this time around. Just flat out. Just like I, I just I really expected them like this is like the fourth year and I'm like you guys have owned this team twice this season and to see the breeze struggle down the stretch like that I'm just like damn this is not what I was expecting at all. Okay. Yeah. K-Star one surprise from this weekend. That mute button is a hell of a drug. Um, honestly, for me, because I picked the pack or because I picked the Rams, it was so how how well the Packers offense play. Maybe that was a surprise to everyone. But the thing is, the Rams defense has been so dominant throughout the year. For them to get honestly shredded the way that they did was really impressive. Um, so I didn't expect that. And so for me, that was definitely a surprise. You didn't listen. Told you. <laughs> I did. I don't know why you get on Rams defense. Get out of here with that bullshit. Okay. Um, that's your surprise. Rams shitty defense. Um, Sunday. Jay, JB, surprise. Um, I would say the biggest surprise would probably be the fight that Cleveland put up. And, and granted, yes, Mahomes missed, what, like a quarter and a half. I, I get all of that. But they still almost pulled it out. And, and they played pretty gritty. Um, I think we all were expecting Cleveland to just 
take a good strong L, but it, it didn't pan out that way. That was that was pretty close, a lot closer than people thought it would be. So I think that's my biggest surprise. You know, I'm surprised you would say that in the same light of understanding that Patrick Mahomes was hurt in the third quarter. So I mean, it's kind of not really fair to give Cleveland so much credit when the, and league MVP was missed more than a quarter of the game. You know what I mean? Like, you don't think the game would have ended a lot differently? Um, we we don't know. I mean, that, that play that where, um, I think it was Higgins had the ball knocked out and it ended up being a touchback. Um, that was a a big difference maker. Uh, but just, I don't know. Obviously the game was a lot different with Mahomes not in there. Um, but I, I still, I still came away a, a bit, a bit surprised that um, Cleveland was still game, even even with Mahomes being out. I get all of that. Um, I was just surprised, surprised to see them, the, the way that game unfolded, just on the offensive side. Because I mean, Mahomes doesn't play offense. I mean, or defense. He plays offense. So just to see what they were trying to do offensively. Well, right, but if he's on the field, then their offense isn't on the field. And if he's extending drives, then they're not scoring and they're not doing – I just – I don't know. That one, yeah, I mean, well, they, 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 well, did the reason they had a chance at way. the end was because Mahomes was out of the game. He's in the game. That game isn't even – that. He, nah, it's, well, yeah. well, we'll never know. But the the thing of it is – Well, I know we won't know, but we, we just – but, well, well, I know we will never say. know. No, I was just saying, I, I know we'll never know, but we know how good Patrick Mahomes is. He's he, about as good as there is. So we, we know that. That's all I'm saying. Right. But what I was also going to say is that they kept having to kick field goals with Mahomes in the game, not touchdowns. They were only kicking field goals. So the defense was, was at least even the offensive chance, even with Mahomes still in the game, not converting those field goals and, and having those be touchdowns. I think that's something that can be said for the, the Browns defense too. Okay. Um, well, let's see. I don't agree with Jay. I damn sure don't agree with K-Star because I told K-Star about that. I don't know where, why he did Well, I told you the, I told you the bus would win. So I'm just, I told you the bus would win. So I'm, let me guess what you're surprised. Um, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, Tampa won. And Drew Brees did not play well, and Drew Brees has not been playing well. Drew Brees it didn't throw a ball past 20 yards. Drew Brees is clearly still hurt. He came back early from 11 cracked ribs and a punctured lung to try to take this team to a Super Bowl. Drew Brees has been playing for 20 years. We know how Drew Brees plays. That was not Drew Brees. It's that simple. That was not him. He was hurt. He's not going to make any excuses because he's bigger than that. He's better than that. He's, he's the epitome of class. And he's going to be a, a man and just say, hey, we lost, and that's it. He's going to take his lumps, and more than likely, uh, and, I, and I think he should retire after 20 years. I think it's, you know, when you, get, when you get hit and you get that kind of damage from a hit, yeah, your body is telling you something. So I think he should retire, but honest, Drew Brees plays better than that. I mean, we can go back to the two games they had this season and look at his performance. Um, so I don't, I, you know, 
And as Jay said, we'll never know. But man, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. But all right. So um, we've well, got four games. Surprise? We've got two. My biggest surprise, Saints. I didn't know Drew Brees was still hurt like that. I expected them to play better. I expected them to beat Tampa. I I think healthy. If Drew Brees is healthy, they win that game. As it was, three quarters, the game was back and forth with a hurt Drew Brees. Like I said, you know, anybody that watched that game that didn't see that Drew Brees was laboring, doesn't know football, doesn't know Drew Brees. He did not throw the ball downfield the whole game. Didn't throw the ball. Couldn't get the ball to Michael Thomas the whole game. Michael Thomas, top five receiver in this game. Now, I know he's been hurt, but they sat him the last three weeks so he would be healthy. He had no catches. Michael Thomas, top five receiver in this game, 120 catches or something last season. He had no catches. It just, just you know. And, and you know what? Kudos to Tom Brady, 43 years old, he's still getting it done. Oh, yeah. Don't know how he does it, but kudos to Tom Brady. Give him credit. Um, I remember six years ago, or on I remember six years ago, after a Monday Night Football game versus the Chiefs, when you proclaimed that Tom Brady may be done. Yeah. There he is, 43. I, I, I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I, I have no problem admitting that I was wrong. He played like shit that game. And honestly, if you look at his numbers, he is not the same quarterback he was even six years ago. But even at 43 and not being who he was, he's still better than 90% of the league. That I didn't see coming. I did not see him playing as well as he did. Now, to be, to be fair, I don't think kind anyone of, did. I don't think anyone did at 43. Yeah, but let's also call it, let's be, let's be clear. He went to a very good situation. <laughs> you know, it's not like he went to the Jets, okay, yeah, and, and, and brought the Jets back to the – you know, conference championship game. He went to a very good situation, and let, let's give the team some credit. But was that definitely? He's forty-three. He's he's still forty-three. This is insane. What we're seeing. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he is. It's, it's it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, shouldn't be happening. Yeah, yeah, but it's about to come to an end. So it's over. <laughs> um, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I said, I hope. This is like the one rare time I'll be rooting for Green Bay. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We got two games this weekend. Um, and does anybody disagree that we've, you know, we, we've come down arguably, but I don't know that there's a strong argument to say that these right now aren't the best four quarterbacks in, in the game right now. I mean, Lamar Jackson – plays well, but I wouldn't put him in this category. I mean, Drew Brees, you know, he got hurt in the season and, you know, he got hurt last season and, you know, so, you know, can't put him in that category. And, um, but we've got Mahomes, we've got, um, um, Jesus Christ, guys, help me out here. We got Mahomes, we got Josh Brady, Allen, we got Rodgers, and we got Allen. Allen's the guy. Couldn't MVP Allen. MVP Allen. <laughs> Never happened. 
Yeah, remember that K-Star? He's the MVP of the league. Remember that? Hey, I'll take that call any day. He turned out to be a star this year. Good for him. He's still playing. Yeah, he's someday. a star, but, you know, there's a lot of stars. Dak Prescott's a star. <laughs> he ain't no MVP, though. <laughs> um, and, he, you know, and, and he played well. He had a good season. He, he did a good job. But he's not MVP. Aaron Rodgers is MVP. Yeah, good year. Aaron Rodgers MVP. Um, all right, so let's talk about these games we got coming up. And you know, trade started to elude to to it a little bit here. Um, you know, I don't remember which game is first or which. I think the Bills are first, right? And then it's the Bills at the Chiefs first, and then Tampa at Green Bay second. No, the other way around. Tampa Bay's first. Oh, Tampa Bay's first. Okay. Then we'll talk about Tampa Bay and and Green Bay. So, um, yeah, we've got a little bit of time. You know, I was going to do a late show tonight because I uh, I don't know about you guys tomorrow, but one of the things I'm going to try to watch in between all my calls is 46 get inaugurated. Can't wait. Yeah. Very excited. Yep. Very excited. Very excited. Rich Frank, who is the biggest Trump supporter as I've ever met, came on my Facebook a few days ago and said he was wrong about Donald Trump. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Takes a big man to admit that. Yeah, a little late in the game, but he at least he admitted that he was wrong. He said, yeah, yeah. I have to admit I had yeah. the guy all wrong. So I, Better I, late than I, never. I give him credit. Yep, yep, yep. And like I said again, y'all want to y'all wanna laugh? On Twitter, hashtag by Felicia, and look at the comments. Hilarious, hilarious. Anyway, um, but let's talk about these four games. So let's start, Jay. You start with you. Um, Tampa Bay going to Green Bay. Um, battle of the goat and a guy who every year is in a conversation of the best in the game today. You know, you got to say Aaron Rodgers is always in that conversation with Mahomes. And, you know, Russell Wilson sometimes gets elevated in there. And um, But Aaron Rodgers, year in and year out, is in that discussion. Is You know, one of the best in the league. And, and you got Brady's the GOAT right now. He's the GOAT, you know. I mean, makes me mad, too. 14th conference championship game. 14th. I just want to, I just want somebody to go interview Bill Belichick right now. Gosh. Just go interview Bill Belichick. See what Bill's thinking. Bill's thinking right now. That used to be me. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um, Jay, we all know how that. Who you got? We all know oh, how that interview is going to go. He's just going to mumble. So, you know, we're the team that we thought we were. On to the draft. On to the draft. Think about the draft. Think about else at the draft. Um, all right, so Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Jay, who do you like and why? Well, it's definitely going to be a great one. I mean, you've got one quarterback who is the most accomplished, and then you've got the other quarterback who arguably could be considered the greatest pure quarterback that's played the game. Um, Whether it's going to be a factor. Uh, as of right now, I'm thinking Green Bay because of the, the potential for the weather, but also uh, the way Green Bay executes on offense and defense. And, and this is not to say Tampa Bay doesn't execute, but the way Green Bay has 
they really look like a well-oiled machine, a balanced passing game and the connection that Rodgers has with Devontae Adams, the way the connection is with Rodgers and some of the secondary receivers like Lazard, uh, Valdez-Scatling, and then Tunyon, the tight end. He's got weapons of his own on his side of the ball that he's making very good use of, and that defense is playing well. Tampa Bay is no joke. They've got weapons on their side, and that, that 45 guy, whoo, he's all over the place. He, he made a name from – yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Stud. every time I turned around, he was either intercepting, picking up a fumble, hitting somebody. Wherever the ball was, he was there too. Um, so uh, right now I'm going to I'll, – I'll reserve for a possibility for change. Obviously, we've got another week. Or Actually, uh, this is not the Super Bowl week. I'm getting ahead of myself. Right now I'm going to go Green Bay um, in, in a close one. Um, probably by a field goal, probably undecided. I think special teams may be a big part of this one, too. Okay. Um, J-Star. <sighs> well, I like Tampa. And there's not... I you picked Tampa. Well, yeah. let me rephrase this. There is a good reason to believe that they can win, well, a few of them. But the most, I think, prevalent was how well that defense played um, versus Aaron Rodgers when they last saw Aaron Rodgers. They absolutely dominated that game. They did it with that really speedy front seven. And they're just as fast, if not faster, right now with Devin White leading the way. Um, the offense of the Bucks have been clicking the last eight weeks. They've been hitting 30 plus, 30 a game. You know, so I think they'll be able to score. I think it's be close either way. Uh, I, I just think that the, the Bucks defense is better than Green Bay, and ultimately that's what's going to decide the game at the end. And it'll be a razor thin margin. Because I can, you 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 do know that last week you said that the Rams, who have the number one defense in the league, the number one, was going to beat Green Bay because the Rams have the yeah, number they one. They don't defense have that offense. The they don't have the offense to keep up. You know, and Tampa Bay. But that's does. not what you said. That's not, but that's not what you said. What you said was they were going to win because they were defense. That's what you said. You picked the Rams because of their defense. So and so what? Aaron Rodgers did a very good job on their defense. Very good job. And I think he's going to have a great so, game this Sunday too. But I think that in a close game, the Tampa Bay Bucks will find more ways to get stops than Green Bay's defense will. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And you really think the game that happened like ten weeks ago is going to matter now? As far as, like, they're going to be able to do the same thing? Not the same thing, but it absolutely matters in the okay. sense that they know what the capacity of the team. So you the team's not going to adjust because it's not the NFL. I never said they couldn't adjust. I understand your logic because you're we've not seen, Because we've seen oh, – here's why. We've seen them do it before, which means we know that they're, A, capable, and they're, they're playing really well, better at this point in the season than they were early in the season. So when we know that they can do it, we don't need to see it to, to know that they can do it. But also the fact that they're playing better now this part of the year than they were earlier. I mean, it's 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 more probable than not. No, it's not more probable than not. It's your opinion. Yeah. It has nothing to do with probability of it happening. As a matter of fact, frankly, I think it's less probable because they did it and the other team will adjust. That's ridiculous to say it's more probable than not. 
So that is absolutely because there's almost no relevance to the first game other than maybe an ounce of confidence because they did it. But if you think that Green Bay is going to come more... and do the exact same thing, and, I, I never not, said not okay. be, I never said that. Well, then, you, so you, then that would make the first game I not never relevant said that. then because what? Yeah, I'm what saying it's not it's not irrelevant because it gives the team confidence knowing that they can beat Green Bay. There is a team of all the 16, 17 teams that played Green Bay this year that limits him to the least amount of yardage and points all season long. So we know that they can do it. Does it mean that they will do it again? No. No. But I think that the confidence goes, helps going into that game knowing that, you know, they, they can do it. Mm. Yeah, if you say so. I, 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 don't, I don't see it at all. Not even a little bit. Matter of fact, just so in case you forgot, Green Bay was up ten nothing before Rodgers threw the pick sick, and then it was more of a momentum thing. It just went – it just – out of control, but they were up ten nothing before that pick six. Just saying. But anyway, all right, Doctor Trey, got you in a great position. Your two most favorite quarterbacks. Who you got and why? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you mentioned something that I was actually going to bring in, bring in my argument. But I mean, you take a look at the last game. Yep. Um, it, uh, Tampa Bay did get the best of them, uh, but that last game was such a long time ago. Uh, no different than looking at how the Saints manhandled uh, Tampa Bay through the season, and then you see what you see the outcome. Um, uh, and it's a long season, so there's injuries, there's, there's things of that nature. But uh, Green Bay has improved. Of course, I played them twice a season, and man, they are. You said it yourself. Okay, started out there running like a well-oiled machine. Uh, the other thing that needs to be noted about Green Bay is they have one of the best secondaries in the league, and those are young guys. And I remember when they drafted all of them, they literally took them first round, second round. They went back-to-back cornerbacks because their secondary was hot garbage, and now it's one of the toughest in the league. Their defensive linemen is opportunistic. Um, going to be a good battle. Uh, but I will give the edge to the home team. I will I will give it to Green Bay uh, because they are at home. Because it will be a cold weather game, and uh, uh, a lot of I give a lot of credit to Lafleur the way he came in and and just made that team a lot more efficient uh, and took some pressure off Rodgers by continuing to establish a run with not one, not two, but three different running backs, all depending on what he wants to do. Of course, Aaron Jones carrying the load. But um, he, the only concern, my biggest concern with Green Bay is is their defensive front uh, because they do struggle against the run. But when it comes to a pass, when it, if they can get a hold of the run and it comes to pass defense, uh, Tom Brady may be in a bit of trouble. Okay. So we got Two Green Bays and a and a Tampa. Okay. Um, so the reason that I pushed back on K Star is because um, he's he's I'm using the same game for my reason, but I'm going to direct opposite. I don't think confidence is going to be an issue if you if you're at this level of play and you're in a conference championship game and you're not confident, you need to go home. I think, however, Aaron Rodgers, I I I, I think. He's so good at what he does. He looks for things to motivate himself. He's so good. You know, it was all Mahomes, right? Remember early part of the season? It's Mahomes. It was Mahomes. Well, first it was Russell Wilson, right? 
because you know these guys. Like, they're already talking about who's the NBA MVP. Everybody want to give Kevin Durant the MVP. They played, what, 12 games or something out of 70, and they want to give Kevin Durant the MVP already. Like, it just – it makes me sick. Can we get at least to the halfway point before you start talking MVP? It's kind of early for that award in the NBA. (laughs) Literally, I mean the pundits. The punt. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but they do that in every. They did that in NFL. Remember early on, it was Russell Wilson. Oh, Russell Wilson's going to be an MVP. He's played four games. Then it was Pat Mahomes, or Patrick Mahomes. You know, one guy on this show had Josh Allen, right? All these early MVP awards. But who's going to be the MVP? Or oh, it should be Aaron Rodgers. If he don't get it, then something's wrong, right? Because you got to let the season play out. You can't award it six games in. And so I think Aaron Rodgers used that as motivation on top of the fact that his team lost and he was a large part of it. He threw that pick six and they never were the same. So I think he's going to be on a mission to beat the GOAT. And I think he's looking at this as as his best chance to get back to the Super Bowl. You know, you had him, you had um, uh, uh, Breeze, you know, guys that are, you know, Breeze is 42, Rogers, I think 37, 38. You know, these guys trying to get their second Super Bowl. And I think that hunger is really going to show up. Beller game, and he's home. I don't know that, I think home matters. I don't know that weather is going to be an issue. Brady played in New England. You know, he's played in all the same weather up, up in uh, Foxborough. So I don't think the weather is going to matter to Brady. Now, some of the teammates it may matter to. Um, right, but right, I, I just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, some of the teammates it might, but not to Brady. But um, I just think Green Bay's just going to have too much for him. I do. I just think Aaron Rodgers this year, this year, this season, he's on another level, and he's going to show it. He's going to show out, show up, and show out. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan, and you know, could give a shit outside of the fact that he's playing against Tom Brady, and uh, I'm, I'm about sick of Tom Brady. To be honest with you. Like, really, dude? You back in this damn game again? Damn. <laughs> Somebody please beat this guy? Send him home? Shit. <sighs> okay. The other game. You got Buffalo at Kansas City. And uh, we all know that Mahomes was knocked out in the third quarter with a concussion. I thought it was funny that Andy Reid said, you know, in the old days he would have been back in the game, and he's right. And I remember those games where the guy got knocked Lulu, and, you know, a few minutes later he's back in the game. But, you know, obviously they, they know more about concussions and long-term effects. So um, I personally think there is almost – there's virtually no chance that he doesn't play. Um, I just don't think they're going to – he's going to play. And I and I and I can imagine that there's going to be some contingency picks because that's the thing now that y'all want to do is if he plays, okay, yeah, and if he doesn't, then okay, I'm, I'm prepared to hear that. Um, but I'm going to do this one first because I can because I never remember to do these do myself first. I'm going to do this one first. Um, uh, Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers at a much younger age which means his ceiling is unbelievable. Like, he's already as good as Aaron Rodgers 
and he's, what, 12, 13 years younger than him, and he's already as good. You know, so where this guy's talent is going to take him, barring any major injuries, because he, he does tend to get banged up a little bit here, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. And, you know, to be in a position where you were able to get Le'Veon Bell, and I know he didn't do much in the last game, but, you know, you still have that talent and that experience. You know, with the other guy that was out, the rookie that was out, I don't know if he's out for the playoffs or just that last game, but um, I don't know. I just, I, I, you know, and we already know about Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, and, you know, we are, we already know about all, you know, what, what they bring to the table. Um, I, I, I think Buffalo has had a good year. They've had a good season. And I think they, they're going to be in the mix for years to come. But, not this year. I think the dream ends and Mahomes is going to play. He's going to play well and they're going to win. I think they're going to win by at least 10 points. I got Kansas City going back to back, going into now. I don't know about who they're going to play as we have to deal with that in a couple of weeks, but I got Kansas City and I got Kansas City by 10. I'm putting it out there right now. I ain't saying, I ain't saying no contingency, nothing. Kansas City by 10. What? All right. Uh, JB, you can go next. Uh, if there was ever a time for contingency, this would be the ultimate one. So I'm going to actually cast my net out into the contingency lake and say, <laughs> if, 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 if well, well, I, I, I never do. Maybe one time I did, but rarely. It is rare that I do. But this is going to yep. be the time that I'm going to do it. Rightfully so. If if Mahomes plays, Chiefs win. If he doesn't, Bills win. It's it's really that simple. He is, in this game, he is the absolute difference maker. I think Josh Allen is fantastic. He's been playing lights out. But Mahomes is just, he is just on another level. He, and, and T, you, you gave the great analogy of, of comparing him to Rodgers. He, he truly is like him, just younger. And when you have that kind of, of a quarterback uh, at the controls, it's hard to stop that. And with the weapons that he has too, so um, I don't know about predictions of by ten or whatever, but I definitely will take the Chiefs as long as he's as long as he's playing. Sure. You know, I want to pick the Bills, but I just can't. I can't. I think they need more. Uh, the one thing about the Bills is they are passing all the time, which Josh Allen is awesome, but that plays in the in the hands of the Chiefs defense, which have an excellent pass defense and. You know, Kansas City's going to score points, and I think that pass rush is going to be able to cause some disruption. And, again, it's going to be a high-scoring game, but um, I trust Kansas City and Kansas City to uh, make a couple more stops than the Bills can. Um, so I like Kansas City to win the game. What, no contingency? Oh, yeah, definitely contingency. Patrick Mahomes will play. Josh Allen fucking – Wait, wait, wait! I, wait For the win. You, you believe in you believe in Andy Reid. You said Andy Reid's an incredible coach. He is. Wait a minute. Hold on. How, how, he showed that last week, didn't he? I'm not talking about last week. Hold on. Don't change the subject. You said and have said on this show a number of times how great of a coach Andy Reid is. So if Andy Reid is so good in your mind, why would you need a contingency? Shouldn't he be able to get uh, Henny ready to play enough to win this game? He's got all the same you tools know. that all the same all the same talent that Mahomes has. Shouldn't he be shouldn't it, shouldn't he be able to 
this. Courage in your convictions. I did it, and I don't even believe in Andy Reid. But you do. So why, why, what's with the contingency? Because Chad Henney is like 60%. Josh Allen and and it's just not gonna it's just not gonna happen. They can score points even with Chad Henney, maybe like twenty, twenty three, but they're gonna need at least twenty seven to beat I think the Bills. So, I mean they don't have a running game in Kansas City either. They just have to scheme up pass plays to beat the Bills. I mean I just, I just like I don't see that happening without Patrick Mahomes. Do you believe in Andy Reid? Okay. You just proved that you really don't. So okay. And that's fine. You know, I, I do. You I, I fucking do. I'll enough. tell you I do, but not enough to win that game. You, yeah, you could tell me you do, but your your actions ain't backing your words. If you believed in Andy Reid, you'd pick the Chiefs regardless. That's all I'm saying. You would pick them regardless. Just saying. But you don't. You don't really truly believe when when the money when the money's on the line. You don't. Well, I, you believe in I, Patrick. This is this is. You, listen, you have to remember something. Pat, or Josh Allen. It's the one I, I went out to bat for early this year. So you're, like, playing both of my emotions against me, my, my Josh Allen emotions <laughs> and my Andy Reid emotions. Like, you're playing both crushes against me. Like, what do you want me to do? Bro? Andy like, Reid is, like, I want, them, I want, years old, I want to pick them both. <laughs> you, you, you can't. That's why. But it's, it's fine that you're picking the Chiefs with a contingency. Just understand that. I am noting for future reference your lack of support for Andy Reid, and you know I will bring it up again. Just remember that. That's all. You have an opportunity to show your support for for the goddamn Chiefs. No, 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 no. No, I'm not going to go with that bullshit narrative. Just put me for the Chiefs. No. He broke. Man, you let no religious peer pressure get No. I refuse to let the narrative of this show shift on Andy Reid. I'm not going to deal with it. Listen, Patrick Mahomes going to play anyway. It's all good. So Chiefs are going to win. It's fine. It's fine. Chiefs are going to win. No contingency. Yeah, fuck it. It's fine. I mean, that's what I did. I said no contingency. Not only did I say no contingency, I said by 10 points. Shoot, and I'm the I'm yeah, the that's a little one. Bold. That's a little shit. It is very bold. I just believe in the Chiefs <laughs> right now. I think the I think the Bills have hit what they're going to do this year. They just cut. They just uh, there's there's a certain way that things happen in sports, and the Bills will be there. And we'll see them in the future, but this year they've done all they're going to do. I actually believe that Patrick Mahomes is going to play, but even if he doesn't, I think the Chiefs just they've got so much talent. And, yes, Andy Reid actually showed me something last week. I will concede that. He actually made some very good coaching decisions that definitely led to the victory, which is another reason why I'm very comfortable picking the Chiefs whether Mahomes played, because Andy Reid showed me something. He actually showed me that he actually could coach to win in a big game, something that I had not seen. Remember, I go back to Philly with Andy Reid. I go back to Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid and five NFC championship games and one Super Bowl appearance that they lost. So don't anybody come telling me how good of a coach he is in big games. I'll tell you, you're full of it. But last week. He's gotten better, okay. bro. He's improved. He's improved. He, last week, I got, I, I, I can't. He made, he made the right decisions that a lot of coaches would not have made under those same circumstances with a backup quarterback. I said, okay, Andy. Yeah. All right, bro. I can't say nothing. Shoot. I know when to shut my mouth sometimes. Um, so, let's see. 
Now, don't make me don't make me have to come in here next week and have K-Star play some audio tape for me back in Andy Reid, and Andy Reid choked. I'll be mad as hell. Okay. All right, so we got one with a contingency, two no contingency. There we go, K-Star. I like it, K-Star. I like it, bruh. I like it. <laughs> let's go over to let's go over to Dr. Train. Same game, Dr. Train. Who you got and why? Um I'm gonna take the Bills in the upset, man. I've 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 actually liked the way Josh Allen has played all season long. Um I have no doubt Kansas City has a lot of firepower and, and Tyron Matthew is like playing out of his mind. Um as a unit though the Buffalo plays really well as a as a team, and um, I just got a feeling they they they're going to get upset in this game. Okay, I can go with that. He's got a feeling. Ooh, ooh. Tonight, no, oh, sorry. So, yeah, guys, I'm tired. Um. <laughs> okay, uh, so we got three Kansas Cities and one Buffalo. Uh. You know something's wrong because me and K-Star are actually on the same side on this one. You know something's <laughs> wrong. So, um, um, Not good. Okay. Or maybe that is. Yeah, we'll not, not good. Um, one other thing, and then, you know, we'll get on out of here. It's okay to have a, a short show today. Um, I'm just curious because we are all basketball fans. Your thoughts on the Harden uh, trade? Because um, I, have, I have something I want to say on that, but I'm going to give you guys, you know, a chance. Just, you know, what are your thoughts on Harden ending up going into uh, going to Brooklyn? If you have any thoughts on it. If you don't, that's fine, too. Oh, no, I, I kind of saw this one coming just like everybody else. Um, yeah. Once once Maury left and – well, once D'Antoni left and then when Maury left, too, I was like, oh, hell, oh, you know he's – you know Harden's going to try and yeah. find a way to get out of there. And, and and one of the first locations that came up was the Nets. Sixers came up a little bit, but all the talk was really about the Nets and reuniting with with KD and then the the um, unexplainable one named Kyrie. But it just it just smelt and reeked that he was going to go there um, to to form the the super team to try. Right, but do, what do you think of it though? How do you feel about it? What do you think my, of it? Um, my thoughts on it are are a little bit mixed because we've seen obviously with with um, with LeBron and with um, D Wade and Bosh forming their three down in Miami, but that was a little bit different. They they came together and and wanted to do that. To me, this was a little different because. Harden's on the outside looking in, had no idea, at least at the moment, that D'Antoni was going to be gone and then Maury was going to be gone. And once those guys left, then he jumped ship to, to find another place to cling on to. So um, it, it, it rose me the wrong way a little bit. I mean, obviously, you do what you want to do. you got enough power to, to force a trade and force where you want to go. But this this one just seems a little different, and I'm I'm not a fan of, of how it all went down. Okay. Anybody else? Any guys have any other comments? I think it was good for the league. The reason why I say that is because the Lakers formed uh, their own super team last year, and they looked unbeatable uh, at the beginning of the year. And I don't think that they would have had a 
competitive finals. And I think that though the means in which the trade was achieved is suspect, I think that in terms of viewership and fan entertainment purposes, it's good for the league and, and ratings will be through the roof if we do get it. Uh, and, we, and we expect to get a net uh, Lakers final. Let me, let me just help you there because you, you said something that's completely inaccurate. The Lakers did not look unbeatable. As a matter of fact, most people picked the Clippers to beat the Lakers last season. They did not look unbeatable. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about this year so far in the early in the season. Oh, this year. Oh, okay. They've been crushing. I, I thought, yeah, yeah, they've okay. been crushing. Um, okay. Train, anything? I mean, uh, yeah, any thoughts on this, Train? Hey, man, I hope they figure it out, dude. They got a little three-headed monster down there. If Kyrie can uh, get his head out of his ass. You know, I don't know what's wrong yeah. with that kid. Uh, yeah. But uh, it feels, but at the same time, it feels like the makeup of it is like OKC back in the day when they had Westbrook, KD, and Harden. So, yeah, it is. It just and like, yeah, that's an old diversion. So, yeah. But I, I, hey, I, I like it. Yeah, I, I like it for the league. So, we'll see what, we'll see what it does yeah. in the East. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I will say this. Um, I'm starting to get a little bit tired of guys being able to go pretty much where they want. I thought it, I thought there were contracts and salary caps, although I don't think the NBA has a salary caps. I don't really know how they operate with these contracts in the NBA. Um, but it, it just, it just, it, 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 to me, it's, it's getting a little out of hand now. And, you know, I get, I, a guy gets pissed off, and next thing you know, he's going to go play with his buddy. Guy gets upset, and, you know, he can force his way out of any situation and end up being traded and go somewhere else. And it just, it just I don't know. I mean, yes, it'll be, it'll be good for the league as far as, you know. Uh, short term. Short term will be. Short term. But I just, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I'm an old school sports guy. And I remember when I, when you signed a contract for five years, you actually played on the team for five years, you know, and you didn't, you, you weren't on the team for two years and, you know, got an attitude and sat out and got, you know, like uh, it just, you know, Emmett sat out for two games and, and he didn't get traded. He didn't get cut. They lost the two games. They signed him and he played another 10 years for the Cowboys. Like, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know. I just, it just, something about it feels artificial. It just feels like these players, especially the top players, can just dictate where they go. And to me, it, 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 was, it didn't used to be that way. And now it seems like it is. And, yeah, it'll be cool to see, you know, okay, could it be the Lakers and the Nets? I mean, you know, I'm watching first take and, you know, and it's like Stephen A. Smith. Oh, Kevin Durant's going to win the MVP, and the Nets are going to go to the finals. You know, and like every and and when and when the Seventy Sixers a couple of years ago, and they had Embiid and they had Simmons, and oh, the Sixers are going to go. It's like it's like everyone wants to jump on the hot team for the moment, and they are hot, artificially put together, and they pick them to go all the way. And it's just I don't know. It's just I don't like it. So. I understand I, it. I, I do. I just there's something about it just feels fake to me. It doesn't feel, yeah. You know, trades and putting teams together used to mean something. It used to take be an art. 
you know, Jerry West, uh, Riley, and all these general managers, and you try to, you know, you orchestrate, you got 15 on your roster, and you can dress 12, and, you know, it mattered, you know, that nice guy on the team, he mattered, and, you know, who's coming off the bench to spell this guy, and, and it just doesn't feel the same anymore to me. This is me. I, I'm not, you know, you know, you can agree, you cannot agree, I don't care. It's just, it, it just, when I heard about that trade, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I don't know. What so, is, yeah, what I, I do agree. I do agree with that. Sorry. It, the the thing is about the NBA, because of the way it's stylistically – or the way that players have been moving really themselves, it's become over a players' league than a team league, so to speak. So, like, it seems like franchises are less important. You know, people, as far as NBA goes, root for players. They don't root for teams anymore. Um, and I think that – is what separates the NFL from the NBA personally, you know, um, because I got to say, I, I'm a Pacers fan. So it does suck knowing that we lost Paul George a few years ago. He wanted to go play with Russell Westbrook and, and you feel like there's no hope as a team, as a fan of a franchise, like how are we supposed to compete with this? I mean, like I said, it's good. I think short term for the NBA in terms of viewership and, and ratings this year, but I think long-term is pretty destructive um, personally. Yeah, and I guess we'll see, you know. But, I mean, you bring Kyrie back to that team, I mean, other than maybe the Lakers, is there any team that's going to be able to play with these guys? I don't know. And, yeah, you know, I, I get it. LeBron and, you know, South Beach. And it, but it was kind of the same thing. These guys all got together to form a super team, and they went four in a row, and they won two. You know, Golden State. You know, KD goes to a team that won 73 games. And they're unbeatable. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old. Maybe it's just the way – maybe that's just today's NBA and I got to just get used to it. But I'm not a fan. So, well, let me, let me ask this question to you. Would it have been different in, in your feelings about it if this had been done during the off season, where – a trade was orchestrated instead of being in the during the season while while the season was going on. It would make me feel better if yeah his contract was up and he ended up over there and it's not a situation where we know he he forced his way out of out of um, Houston. Houston. Where was he at? Houston. Thank you. He forced his way out of Houston and ended up to go play with his buddy. You know, because that is what yeah. he wanted. He got what he wanted. Yeah, and I think that's probably where you're you're coming from and why you feel the way you feel. Because um, back with the with the Heat, I mean, yeah, they talked about it, but that was I think that's something that had been in the works for more than just that off season, and that's why they had signed the contracts that they had signed prior to. Um, and and you can see even back then and prior to the wheels of being a player oriented uh, league was really starting to spin up. And I think it's just continued yeah. to, to spin. And, uh, and maybe that's what bothers me also is that the, the the fact of the matter is it was done during the season. He was under contract for two years. And, uh, and not just that he was under contract, but he had an enormous contract, an enormous right. one. I think it was 80-some million over two years. He had turned down a $103 million extension over two years. Um, and when, once that happened, you knew – 
it was just a matter of, of when, not if, yeah. just when, and confirmation okay. as to where. But uh, and that kind of might be what's stuck in my craw also is that it happened during the season, and he just found a way to to wiggle his way out. Not to mention all the off the court stuff, going to the club and not having the mask on. Right. Just little things that may have anything to do with it, but it's just another, in a, you're not like even a, in shape. Boom. Right, comes in not in shape. Every, you know, like every other year, he's been ready to go. Every other right. year, you would never question is James Harden ready to play. But this that's year started and granted <laughs> short uh, off season. I get all of that, but that's even more reason to to stay in shape. You didn't have a lot of time to get out of shape, but just the whole thing just has a different a different smell to it than what we've seen with other players trying to form super teams with, with the respective teams that they want to go to. Just It just smells different. And, and I end up becoming – I start to try to be – I mean, and I don't know what to do because I've been kind of supporting LeBron because so many people vote against him and pick against him and give him a hard time. And I kind of feel like, you know, this guy has done nothing but be the best player in the world pretty much every year great father, great husband, active in the community, active in social issues. I mean, he's the, you know, and people give him a hard time. I don't get it. So I feel like, well, you know, I'm going to go and when he beat, when they beat the 73 win uh, Golden State team, I was like, man, this is a bad dude. And I've been kind of a fan of his since then. And now I'm sitting there like, well, you know, uh, you know, he's got AD and you know, and, and and I wanted to see him against the Clippers, but that didn't work out. And and I'm like, ah, do I want to stay in this corner again this year? But I I don't really have anywhere else to go. And then this happens. I'm like, well, I damn sure ain't gonna be rooting for these guys. Now everybody's on Katie's jock again. You know, uh, he's the best. You know, hey, yeah, he's playing great. But so what? A lot of great players in the league. Like, get off his jock a little bit. Shoot, I don't know. NBA's kind of pissing me off. Uh, I think the way LeBron did, at least he was, at least he was a free agent when he made his moves. I, I give him that. Yeah. And, yeah. and he earned, yeah. he earned his right to go where he wanted to go. And I think the worst thing and that he you could say about. And he went back to a Cleveland team that was terrible. Right. And get and brought right. him a title. Right. And that's that's another reason why I've got no issues with him. The worst thing he did was the decision yeah. back in 2010. And I mean, really, that that's really nothing. That's. That well, that doesn't. Even feel. He, he also he and AD did the same similar couple of years ago though too, where AD forced his way out of New Orleans, and that's why they ended up getting that lottery pick for Zion Williamson and having to go a different direction. That kind of sucked, you know. So I mean, yeah, but AD, just the formula. I thought AD's contract was up. Oh, AD played. No, he years was under contract long. still. He was still under contract when that happened. I think he had a year or two left. No, yeah, he had just a year left. Um, when when it's one year and it's it's pretty much like an expiring deal, that's one thing. But when you've got multiple years left, that's that's a whole nother. Well, and he game. played there for seven years. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm just saying that the formula right. is out there for and the guys are replicating it. That's all. No, but I mean, I mean, but AD, you know, he, he played with the team for seven years and they did nothing for him. I mean, I mean, so did Harden. You know, so did Harden though. You can make the same argument for James Harden. Well, Har- he was not Harden really. came from, yeah, and Harden had Harden was there for Paul. Harden had Russell Westbrook, and Harden, you know, like they gave him players. 
Who the hell did freaking Anthony Davis have? He didn't have any. Yeah, he had nothing. So. Yeah, Houston treated yeah. Harden really well, honestly. That you're right, they did bring in players. They did. They did. Yeah, Eric Gordon and right, a couple well, other guys. That's it. Yeah. Well, thanks for indulging me on that. I just wanted a few minutes to kind of work through my feelings. I was caught up in my feelings on that one. Um, I'm okay now. Thanks, guys. All right, let's get on out of here. Final words. Um, let's start with, uh, since you've done so much talking, let's start with Dr. Train. <laughs> oh, man. Season one and now, two more games. I think I'm just going to focus on just enjoying these these two games. I like these two matchups. I mean, if you're a fan of football, these are two uh, really good matchups based on based on this season. So, I'm just gonna focus on enjoying this, enjoying this games this weekend, and um, uh, enjoying our new leadership of this country. Freaking awesome! Hey, buddy. All right, uh, K Star. Yep, Championship Sunday. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, hopefully it's a great, great Sunday. Hopefully both games are competitive, and hopefully Patrick Mahomes plays. For fucking sure. Okay. Are you excited about the inauguration, Kaper? No, I'm not. I'm not excited. I'm not looking forward to this. What's that? What's that? I'm not looking forward to any of this, no. Why not? Just curious. Well, I'm concerned just because I, I think that with how the censorship stuff is going, I just hope that doesn't keep trending in that direction. I hope that my hope is that Biden really does try to unite everyone. I really don't want more division, and I'm gets a little skeptical that he's going to go that. More route. division, good words. More division. more division. Can I can I just just remind you that when it's a private company, they have a right to do whatever they want. You use yeah, censorship, it's not a private but company, it's actually though. not censorship. It's, it's actually not, their it's right. Not, that they not, own. It's it's not a private. They own the problem. They are, they have they have government subsidies. And secondly, when they work together, every company has government. That's not a free. That's not a free market anymore, and it's coordinated. And my concern is that if it's coordinated, that it may continue. And I hope that I'm wrong. That's what. Does the government own Twitter? No, but they work with them. The government works with everybody. Just because you have a contract with the government, you know how many companies have contracts with the government. It's still a private company. I am it's saying I hope fact. that the tech, I hope the tech, the tech does not coordinate with the government to censor uh, people on the opposite I, side I of think, the aisle. Uh, let, let, me, let, me, let me just say this to you directly, to you. Um, you are our friend, and we respect you as our friend. But for you to have any kind of opinion that would be in favor of Donald Trump after the bullshit that he has done, that's not in really favor. need to sit down that's, and look at yourself in that. the mirror. At, that's that's not, no, 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 you're not going to do that to me. That's not what I'm saying. That's not well, what I'm you saying. Can respond you, when I'm done. you can respond when I'm done, but allow me to finish what I'm saying so that you're responding to everything that I'm saying, not just the first part. The reason that the president was censored, your word, not mine, was because of what happened in Washington that caused five deaths. Five. 
And after four years of him having carte blanche on this platform, they said enough. Not only did they say it, Facebook said it, Instagram said it, and that other other thing, Palir, Palel, or whatever it's called that they use, all agreed it was time because, yeah, I mean, I'm literally looking at it on TV. It's like I'm watching the video again. We've seen it a million times. And when people are dying and it's because the president said exactly what he said and the people said we're doing what the president told us to do, they said, okay, he can call a press conference and say whatever he wants. So he's not being censored. He's the president. He could call a press conference right I didn't see now conference on and TV get on today. TV and say anything. I didn't see it on TV today. I didn't see that shit on TV today. You said it yourself earlier. You didn't either. Farewell. Didn't see what on farewell. TV farewell. That wasn't on TV. That wasn't on TV. That wasn't being aired. Well, that's that. that. Okay. Uh, okay, then. It's your not, point? Then your point is invalid. That's not true. He can call mm-hmm. a press conference every anytime he wants. That is valid. Hmm. If the networks choose not to cover him, can't, that's their right. But he can call a press conference anytime he wants. That is a fact. He can issue a press release anytime he wants. He's the president. That's a fact. There's no opinion there. The point is, you really need to ask yourself, why would you support a man handled that the way he did. He can believe that the election and all that bullshit that he believes, which is ridiculous in its, on its own, but to act the way he acted, which led to what it led to, and you're going to sit there and say, I've got an issue with censorship? Come on, K-Star. You're smarter yeah. than that. Yeah, I, You I, are. Yeah, I do. I do have a problem with censorship because here's the thing. I don't – I condemn what Trump said, what he did. I never said that I did not. I said I'm concerned if it goes forward beyond where, it's, where it is right now. My hope is that doesn't happen, that there is unity. Well, he had four years. That's nothing. what I'm saying. It took, it, took, it took until the last 60 days or so for them to start censoring him. He's had four years of saying whatever he wants, and he has said some outlandish things, and no one has stopped him. He has said some crazy things, and he's had carte blanche. But when it leads to people dying, someone's got to step up. You know, I can't do that. I can't get on Facebook. Yes, but I don't want to be. I don't want to be held. I, right, but I do not want to. This is what I'm saying. I, and I think everyone else who condemned that, do not want to be then attributed blame potentially via censorship as castigated as someone who supported what happened. I don't support that at all. I my concern is if it goes too far in the response to what happened on the 6th. That's what I'm saying. I'm not supporting what Trump did. I condemn it. Everyone who committed the the crime that they did should be in jail. I don't have sympathy for them. I am only hoping that it doesn't blow back on people who had nothing to do with what happened on the 6th. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think at very minimum... I I just think at very minimum it will be likely eye-opening that, you know, since it did happen, that they do understand that there are words, there are power, there's power in what people post. So 
seeing this happen due to due to what Trump did, uh, um, there is going to be a heightened sense of awareness, which I think should it should be. <laughs> it just should be. Mm-hmm. Pe- some people some people don't want to think for themselves, man. Um, glad us four are not included in that, but. Some people really don't want to think for themselves. They want somebody to tell them what to do, no matter what that is. And they are very ignorant to follow what whatever caters to uh, what they want, their hatred, their whatever. That's what they if they they hear what they want to hear, they'll go do it. And they they just want they want to be led, and they don't care how how foolish a decision is. So uh, there will be some heightened mm-hmm. awareness to it, and and there should and, be. And let me. And let me add this, Kista, you have a daughter, right? How old's your daughter? Six. Six, okay. So you got a ways to go. But let me t- share with you something I've shared with my, my daughters. So see my oldest one. Jason knows where I'm going with my with why I said my oldest one. She's very headstrong. Yep. Kind of believes that, you know, she can say and do whatever she wants. She's been telling me since she was 13 that I can't control what she says and what she does. Um, she's a human being and she's a person and she should be able to have her own, you know, thoughts and say whatever she wants. And who cares if I like it or don't like it? That's what she's been telling me since she's 13. She's 24 now. And I told her at 13 and I tell her at 24, you know what? You're right. You can say whatever you want, anytime you want to whoever you want. That is your right. And be prepared that there are going to be times that there are consequences and repercussions to you taking that action. You go ahead and say it. Free speech, say it. But there are going to be penalties at times depending on what you say and who you say it to. And just get ready because that's the world we live in and that's what people have to understand. And unfortunately, our former, about to be former president, thought, and I can, I can say this because he said it, he said it in a news conference. When you're the president, you can do whatever you want. His words, not mine. And he felt that he can just get up there and say whatever he wants to whoever he wants and just run roughshod. And, and for three years and about ten months, it's exactly what he did. Until what happened? Uh, well, actually, until he started lying about the outcome of the election. And then they finally had to come out and say, okay, he's lying <laughs> uh, he didn't, you know, he's lying So they had to start flagging his post Like, okay, but that's not true And if you want the truth, go here And then finally It was it was enough When he sat there and said Let's go march down to the Capitol I will go with you you got to be strong, you can't be weak In this case, and, and you've got to be wired And all those people went down there And it's on every single video That you want to see we, the president sent us here. One, that one lady is asking to be pardoned by the president because, well, you, I did what you asked me to do, so pardon me. She got five federal accounts on her ass. It's funny. Now, all these people that did what he wanted, and now he's about to leave Washington and go on his merry way, and y'all got to deal with the legal system. Good luck to you. Maybe you should have listened to Dr. Train and used your own thought process and not listen to this moron. Because he's not going to bail you out. He's not going to be there. He's not. I, I agree you. with with all that. I, I agree with all that. Well, it might understand end. that. Was that? 
You know, I have to say he might end up there with them when they get done with his ass. So I sure hope they go after that motherfucker once he gets out. Ooh, I hope they go hey, after hey. his ass. <laughs> I, I know I, I said we're going to do a short show, but I, I must share this one story with you guys, and particularly K-Star. But I want you guys to, to hear this one story, and then we'll wrap up. Um, so, you know, and I'm thinking about K-Star's concerns about censorship, right? That's his concern, right? So my my oldest has been very moved by this the George Floyd murder and Black Lives Matter stuff, and she's turned into kind of an activist. You know, you might have seen some of my posts on Facebook, and you might have seen some of the other stuff. And um, and so on one of her pages, she got into it with somebody about the work that she does, and they started attacking her calling her names and being very nasty with her. And I saw it. And I went in and defended her on my time on a public social media site, on a private page. And long story short, I won't get into too many details for a lot of reasons, but let's just say my employer caught wind of it did what they considered to be an investigation an investigation mm-hmm. and reprimanded me for it. Thing Jesus, that man. On the show, I said, my personal time, personal account, I was not doing this as part of what I do for a living. And how can you control and, and feel that you have control over that? It has nothing to do with you. I have people that are you know, trying to be careful what I say. I had some support there. End of the day, I was reprimanded. I'm still employed. I'm still my job. Don't get me wrong. I didn't lose it. But I was reprimanded. That's fucked up, though. That scares me. This doesn't help. <laughs> now, 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 but, but now I, I, my daughter doesn't listen to the show. She doesn't know about it because I don't want her to change what she's doing because of it. But the point is, is when you say something and you can say whatever you want to whoever you want, any way you want, you have to be prepared that there could be repercussions. That is the world we live in. I did nothing wrong, and I will take that to my grave. I did nothing you wrong didn't. but defend my little girl. I was on the scene fucking shit. Somebody She's thought mad just thinking about that it. I broke the rules and reprimanded wow. her. Uh, wow. Geez. So, 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 and I, and there's not, not a damn thing I can do about it. I tried, and I had people on my behalf try. Went nowhere. So, <laughs> there you have it. So, when, so when Twitter shuts down somebody's account who didn't do something good for the right, you know, like I'm looking at what he did. He didn't. He wasn't defending our country. He wasn't the, like what he did wasn't like I can't sit there and say well he had, like what he did caused five people to lose their lives. So I, I don't got a problem even with what I've gone through. Even with what I've gone through, I don't have a problem with them saying sorry. We gave you this platform. We've allowed you to lose this use this platform, but now you've stepped over the line. 
we're taking your privilege away. It's a privilege, not a right. We're taking it away. It's like driving a car. Driving a car is a privilege. It's not a right. Go out and kill somebody tomorrow driving your car. See how long you got a license for. See if you ever drive again. You might. You might not. That's the society we live in. And we all know these rules, and we all got to figure out how to be all we can be under these rules. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. So there you have it. (sighs) Take a deep breath. That's a hard thing for me to talk about because I don't feel that I was treated fairly, but there's not much I can do about it. So I've moved on because you learn and you learn, you have to pick your battles. And at some point you got to just say, okay, unfortunately. So, um, all right. So who's left for final thoughts? Those two. So K-Star and JB. K-Star, did you do yours already or no? Yeah, I did. I was talking about how I my home on Sunday so we could get quality football. Yeah. Okay. JB. Yeah, looking forward to the games. Definitely will be good. Looking forward, obviously, to the discussion about the games. Looking forward to seeing the game within the games as well. I am looking forward to tomorrow. Um, it's it's about damn time. Hopefully it's safe, no issues, but it's about damn time. Um, I, I heard everything about um, what y'all just talked about. I was listening. And, T, I hate that you had to go through all of that. But you know what? It's, you're right. It's the, this is the world we live in. Sometimes it's fair, and a lot of times it's not, and that's definitely one time that's that's not fair at all. It's not right. But um, if if you can get reprimanded for sticking up for your child, this soon-to-be former president has no excuse for how he's behaved on any platform, whether it's social media, whether it's having press conferences, no matter what, he has no excuse, and I'm glad his ass is gone. I am glad. I'm about to do the dance of joy like Perfect Strangers back in the late 80s. I am so glad. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully I'll be able to catch it in between meetings and, and um, appointments and whatnot. But I'm definitely looking forward to us hitting the reset button and starting fresh again. Okay. Yay. Thank you, guys. Um, I'll just say um, – Thank you for letting me to be transparent with you on a topic that I don't talk a lot about. Um, you know, the, the few people in my life know about that, and it's not an easy thing for me to share. So, um, and I was reluctant to share it because who knows who's listening to the show, but I'm pretty confident nobody from my employer would be listening. And even if they did, I didn't say anything that was inaccurate or wrong. I said exactly what happened. Um, but, um, you know, <laughs> it's been it's been an interesting week when you think about Martin Luther King and everything he represented and you think about Muhammad Ali and everything he represented and um you know I watched MLK the assassination it's about a 45 minute documentary on Amazon Prime I re- highly recommend it and you just think about what's it called you know Amazon um MLK um the assassination it's on Amazon Prime, and it's definitely worth watching. Um, they've got something coming out called MLK FBI, um, but it, it, it's not free yet. And I was looking for that, and then I found this 
on Prime yesterday. I was watching uh I watched that, I watched American Skin. Highly recommend American Skin, Spike Lee movie. Highly recommend that. Everyone needs to see that movie. Spike Lee did an incredible job with this one. Like un fucking believable this movie it's right on time and it's done so well um now watch one night in miami which was a fictitious movie about uh jim brown sam cook muhammad ali and malcolm x spending one night together after ali wins a fight it's fictitious it never happened but it's it's that and it was it, regina king directed it advertising gave my yeah. people's yeah i mean i'm still marinating on it Still not sure. Um, I guess the point is, is you know, as a person of color, fuck that, as a black man in this country, we've gone through so much in the last four years. We've gone through so much, period. But the last four years is just people just if you just don't understand how hard it's been on us with this guy in, in Washington, and just just the fact that he, you know. I mean, we're still going to feel his presence for a while because he got them all riled up. But, you know, I had, I had a phone call yesterday from someone saying, hey, man, just want you to know that there's kind of a thing that, you know, with everything that's going on this week, you know, and you, you, you go out places by yourself, just keep your eyes open because there's a feeling that black people might get targeted and stuff this week with all the stuff that's been going on. So, just keep your eyes open and just don't don't be aware of your surroundings and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, this is the world we live in. So even with Biden coming in, we still got to look over our shoulders and because the white supremacists they're, they're riled up. You know, you you watch the video of what went on January 6th, and you tell me that you find a person of color in that crowd. Find one. Find one. You will not. Okay, and it just—it's just—it's good for the country. It's good for the world that this guy is gone. He is an embarrassment. He has done nothing but bring just about everything in this country backwards. And it is just going to be so good to have somebody in there that's done it before. Albeit he wasn't a president, but he was in the White House. He understands, and you know we don't have to worry about some of the stupid things that we have to worry about. What's he going to say on Twitter next? I mean, you know, like we can go and start to have normal normalcy again, and he's going to address some of these, these issues, and he's going to have people in power that actually know what they're doing. He's not going to take a guy that was a surgeon, that wasn't a doctor, a surgeon, and make him secretary of HUD. He's not going to take someone that went to private school and make her secretary of education. Like, I can go through on and on of the people that were in his cabinet that had no background in the area that they were supervising. Well, that's not going to be the case. So um, even, if you don't, even if you think you're a Trump supporter, I promise you, you're going to feel the difference having someone in office that actually knows what they're doing. And the country's going to be better in the long run. We still got some bumps. We still got some bruises. But the country is going to be better. Just trust me. Look at what I've shared that I'm going through, and I believe the country's going to be better, and it will be better. As far as football goes, we got two great games on Sunday. Um, you know, we, we wait all year for this, and we've got three games left, and then the football's over. And um, so, hey, you know, enjoy the inauguration tomorrow. Soak it up. I truly think tomorrow should be a holiday. 
my opinion. It's once every four years, and it's so important that people should be able to take the day off, or I guess you can take the day off, but people should be able to get a paid day off to sit home and watch the peaceful transition of power, to watch something that's so important. You know, this is a dumb question. What time does it actually start? Inauguration starts at noon, but there'll be coverage like all morning. You know, okay, but the actual morning. official event is, is he gets sworn in for noon, so probably like by eleven, okay. they'll start showing. Now it's going to be different this year because there's no, you know, normally you know you see you know Trump, he, you know, or Biden drives up, they, he meets Trump, and they go and they talk, and the ladies go and have tea, and there's all these things that they usually do. They're not doing any of that this year. So who knows what's going to happen, but he's not doing any of that because he's an asshole. All right, gentlemen. Well, listen, thank you for a great show as always. I appreciate you. Appreciate your support. And um, enjoy tomorrow. Enjoy Sunday. And, hey, you know, we'll come back next week and we'll talk about it and we'll start getting ready as we'll be on our way to the Super Bowl. And, hey, here's something to think about. If Tampa wins, they'll be the first team to actually play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Think about that. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. All right. Yeah. As always, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, I was just about to say, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Train's funny. Uh, we may have to do a special show if we find out Deshaun Watson got signed by the Bears. We might have to do a special Man. show. Man. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. So, all right, guys, have a great night. Have a great week. We'll be back here next Tuesday. And as always on the Bad Voice, all feuds are settled on the field. Everybody, take care. See you next Tuesday. Good night. Hit wrong button. My bad. Bye-bye.